I am sitting down here by the river again this morning recording this episode, and let me just tell you, it is beautiful. I live in western North Carolina, so if you found me over just a web search or a podcast search or whatever, you probably picked up on my accent already, but also you should know that I live in one of the most beautiful places on God's planet, and I love to sit down here in the mornings and get my thoughts together. I'll take a walk. It's beautiful, but today we are going to jump right into this episode about becoming a strong, confident woman of God. We are going to look at a portion of scripture that has been so challenging and thought-provoking and well, downright convicting for me. So I hope you're here for it. I'm eager to share this stuff with you because it has been so useful and bringing to mind areas of my life where I've just been lazy or insecure or mostly just unaware. Like I just don't pay any mind or any attention to these things. And it's time that I start. So Look, I don't have all of it figured out, but I do want to keep showing up, offering gospel-centered encouragement to you, and to spur you on to be faithful and stay faithful to the Lord. We are all in this together, right? Gospel-minded women, we've got to spur one another on and encourage one another. It's just so, so important. I know this episode is going to be super beneficial for you as well, so keep listening Let's get to it. Welcome to Generate Joy, a podcast for gospel-centered women serving in ministry with their families. I'm your host, Amy Davis, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to find consistent encouragement from someone who understands where you're coming from in ministry, (laughs) well, you found it. Every week, I'm sharing ministry mom hacks biblical encouragement, stories from other women just like you, and more. I want to help spur you on to good works. I want to help you stay faithful to the Lord by teaching you how to balance all the things and how to move from surviving to thriving and the life God has given you right now. I know you're going to be encouraged by this episode, so let's get started. Well, like I said, I'm sitting down here at the river I'm excited to share with you this passage today. Now, I am not considering myself a Bible teacher, but I am an exhorter, and I do want to encourage you in the Lord today. So I'm going to jump into a passage of Scripture that has really just been on repeat for me for weeks, for weeks. I cannot shake this thought and this motivation that's come out of studying through 2 Timothy. And so... I'm going to read it, and I'm just going to talk about it for a minute. I don't have like a well-organized three-point takeaway. I have one thought that I want you to take away from this, one challenge, I should say, I want you to take away from this episode, but I'm going to read the scripture, and then I'm just going to share with you sort of what's come up for me while I'm reading it and some changes that I've made in my life because of it, and I want to challenge you to do one thing That is going to make space in your day to hear from the Lord. Okay, so let me jump into it. This is 2 Timothy 3. I'm going to read verse 1 through 7. 
But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, untreacherous, no wait, treacherous, (laughs) reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sin and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. (laughs) I have to give it up to Paul. He loves lists. There are many, many, many lists in his in his letters that he writes to different churches and he writes to Timothy. But this list really um, impacted me in such a way because he says, avoid such people. This isn't work necessarily that Timothy's doing in his own life, although I'm sure he could look at this and be like, ooh, I need to like really humble myself and let the Lord um, do some work in these areas. Paul says, Avoid these people, people who have made these things their habit. Now, I look at this passage and this list, and and there are a lot of things that come up for me. I hate to say that, but it's true. (laughs) I'm working on it. We're all working on different things. And for me, the part where it says having the appearance of godliness but denying its power has been um, just a phrase that I'm like, I guess, like, reminding myself of, okay, your kids are going to school today. Are are you going to just send them off and we're going to listen to Christian music every, all morning while we're making our lunches and interacting and waking up? Or are you going to really dig in there and pray over your kids and pray that the Holy Spirit protects them, you know, and, and are like, really engaging in the power that we have in the Holy Spirit to like protect over my kids, to grow their individual relationships with the Lord. And that has really come up to me for me because I'm like, oh, do I want to just like appear to be a Christian? Do I want my kids to appear Christian-like or or have a culture of Christian Christianity, but not like digging in and owning it and digging in the to the power that we have in the Holy Spirit. So that was one thing that was really convicting for me, or I guess maybe like help me like be more mindful of throughout the week of like, don't just have an appearance of being a Christian family, you know, but really like pull your family in closely and like pray over them, disciple them. Let me keep going. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sin, led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Now that section right there may hit you differently than it hits me. But the thing I'm taking away from that is the phrase, weak women, burdened with sins, led astray by passions, always learning, never able to arrive at the knowledge of truth. That is like chunky, right? And I am looking at this because um, these are the women that are being preyed upon in our churches, 
These are women being preyed upon on social media. These are women that are being preyed upon by the world. And my question for you is this. Are you counting yourself in the number of the weak women Burdened with sins, led astray by passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Is this you? Is this a person that Paul's describing? Because for myself, I was like convicted. I was like, whoa. Like there's a difference between meekness and weakness, right? And I don't want to be considered a weak woman. I've looked it up and there's a lot, not a lot of interpretations, but this word is kind of interpreted as like silly women, women, you know, people don't take seriously, possibly women who are being easily deceived, easily led astray. And so I'm looking at these verses and I'm like, ooh, am I? A weak woman? Am I being led astray? Am I allowing my flesh and my passions to like lead the way? Or am I getting them in submission and in alignment with the purposes and the passions that God is wanting to fan into flame in my life? Right? And so I'm looking at this thinking, wow, how can I become a woman of strength? Right? How can I be a woman of freedom? where I am not shaming myself or living with guilt of past things that I've done, burdened with sins and reliving moments of my life where I've I've just messed up, where I've just failed, right? How am I able to like be strong and like move past that? Okay, so being a strong, confident woman is possible because Christ is living in me and it's his strength that I get to depend on. So it's not that I'm doing any of these things that Paul lists out on our own, but we are pressing into Christ. We're, we're submitting our weakness to the Lord, and He is making um, us strong. So many scriptures around that thoughts of like strength and weakness that I'm not going to get into right now because I want to kind of keep this short so you can have a little nugget. But strength is a guard about us. My husband and I, you know, we have this like un- declared like responsibility at night where I make the coffee. I set everything up and make sure that the um, coffee is going to be fit fixed in the morning when we go into the kitchen. He locks all the doors, turns all the lights off, shuts all of the, the house down, and he protects over our home. And every night he makes sure and guards us and, and seals us all in there, right? And that's the picture that comes to mind when I think about this passage, because where is it that I am letting things creep into my household and whisk me away? Where is that for you? For me, I know that a lot of it has to do with my phone. It it just does, because I don't usually have people in my home who are leading me astray. But I do open my phone up first thing in the morning and delegate my thoughts to Pinterest, to a recipe, which turns into an ad for a new shirt, which turns into what styles are trending right now, which turns into a rabbit hole of 45 minutes of my morning thought time. You know, it's just gone. I can't get it back. And so what I've done 
the past few weeks is in the morning that I have just decided, Amy, you're not going to look at your phone until after you get the kids off to school and you're ready for planning your day. If you're needing some inspiration or some ideas for like a recipe or whatever, that I'll have some accountability in that. And I do not want to delegate my first fruit, my first thoughts of the morning to somebody else. I want my creativity to be fresh. I want my relationship with the Lord to be fresh. I want to be sitting in the awkward silence if I don't really know what to do so that I can help my brain figure out what I need to do in the morning, what I need to do to grow in the Lord with my own connection with the Holy Spirit without being influenced by someone else. This challenge has reshaped my morning to be fruitful and enjoyable, and I look forward to it because I'm not allowing myself to delegate that time to someone else to fill it, i.e. my phone and scrolling and different memes or different ads. You know, people are paying for your time in these ads that we're scrolling through, and that is how the world has been going. That's just how it is. I want I want us to observe those things that I just shared about out of um, Second Timothy, and I would encourage you to go back and read it and take some time and just come up with your own thoughts. But for me, being able to recognize that, um, do I have a form of godliness or an appearance of godliness, but deny its power? The second thing is that I took away is like, am, am I being a strong, confident woman of God who is walking in love and joy and peace, walking in tune with the Spirit? where I'm not easily led astray? And then thirdly, am I guarding my home? Am I guarding my house? Am I guarding my time? Am I guarding my kids? You know, I look at, we talk to our kids all the time. You can't watch YouTube unless we're sitting there with you because YouTube will offer you some mess, y'all, and it will take you down a rabbit hole quick. And there are so much research that goes into like the YouTube um algorithm that will take you from one pendulum swing to the next and you can go all the way down one track and it will bring you all the way back up to the other and it is crazy how um, technology works so guarding my home that is some part that is part of my responsibility my husband's responsibility and we're a team and we're united on that so guarding my thoughts, guarding my time, guarding what's coming into my brain is my responsibility. And part of that is, for me, my challenge is I do not look at my phone, scroll, search, any of that before I take my kids to school. That's just my morning thing. This is like, I'm a graphic artist, so it is not that I do not use um, the computer or technology because I am, in fact, well into technology and creativity and online marketing and all the things, but I just don't let that lead me astray. I don't allow that to creep in. I don't use it just with a flippant attitude of, I'm just going to sit here with my coffee and just scroll through my thoughts. Like I have to shut that down. I cannot do that anymore. If I'm going to be a strong, confident woman of God, protecting my home, leading my kids in godliness, like I can't do it. So that is my challenge for you today is think about where some of these, um, 
where some of these descriptions might come into play in your own life. Think about how you want to become a strong, confident woman and think about where it is that you might be allowing things to creep into your household, to creep into your mind because you don't have guards up, because you don't have something there, a barrier to like catch it right? And we have the Holy Spirit. So I want you to just consider ways that you might be able to like benefit from um, these thoughts. And I would love to engage with you about this more. And if we all lived close and just had a big giant bonfire and sleepover, we could talk about these things all night. But I've got to let you go. I've kept you long enough. So that's my inspiration. That's my challenge for you in this episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Generate Joy. If you know somebody who might benefit and be encouraged by this episode, go ahead and share the podcast with them. And it really does help other people find Generate Joy if you leave a starred review or a comment. So if you have two seconds, just scroll down to the bottom of wherever you're listening to your podcast right now and leave me a starred review. It would really bless me big to hear what you're thinking about Generate Joy and help the podcast be found by more women who are wanting to grow in their faith. All right, friend, have an awesome rest of your week. 